Okay, reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavata Antyalila, chapter five. Um, Antyakanda, chapter five, text 354. Uh, Nilambari, anything she wants to eat, you're welcome to take there. Okay, if she wants any sweets. Okay, they're on the, the right-hand side of uh, the counter, okay. Okay, did I say Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya? No. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. E mata nityananda swanu bhavarange viharena shakala parshara karishange. In this way, Nityananda enjoyed his own ecstatic <coughs> mood as he sported in the company of his associates. Omegana timarandasya gananjana shalakaya. Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurudeva Maha Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So welcome to the <coughs> greetings from the street, Giriraj Ashram in Govardhan. I finally have my own ashram. <laughs> And there's some nice devotees that are staying at this time. People are starting to come back to the Dham. So I'm able to have my class every day. It was at five. Now it's, it's, it started at six. But because the devotees that are coming to the class were feeding the cows, we postponed the class to six so that they could come. Um, it's uh, just an amazing place, Govardhan. You know, it's it's more open than Vrindavan because it's it's incredible. You have this big mountain that <laughs> occupies the whole center of everything. It's okay. And uh, so it always has a more airy, you know, kind of feel to it. And uh, I'm really happy of Yavat Sundari. She stayed extra and she was able to stay in our new ashram rooms. We only have, besides mine, we only have one ready and one more is going to be finished and then they're going to start two more. But the nice thing was, and also there's a, 
nice devotee that sometimes comes on named Shana. I can't pronounce her Russian name, so I, I just have to say Shana. It's kind of like that. And it, what was nice is that they, they both have to work professionally. So we also have really, I have the best internet connection of any place here. What? Because there's some big... I don't know, because Vikram got this router and it works. I don't know. So they were able to do their classes and they were lamenting that they had to work in Vrindavan, but I, in Govardhan, but I said better to work in Govardhan than to not be in Govardhan. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah. And, and other interesting things too. I, I, Vikram, he's helped me with the construction and, and he likes to take people around. He took Jal Kaley and his family to Jaipur. And uh, he has a very good friend who I happen, I know now very well, who is the grandson of Prabhupada's first disciple. And he left home at, when he's nine, he's 50 now, to practice kind of not black, you know, black Tantra, but just, you know, creating auspiciousness and, and things like that. So somehow in this beautiful courtyard that we now have, um, <laughs> he's having his, before he goes for his sadhana for 108 days, he's had, I'm not involved, I go to bed and sleep, but some people stay up all night, he does this, this yagya to invoke auspiciousness. So last time I just went to sleep and I woke up and then you know, by three o'clock I went out there, they were still doing it for like nine hours with a hundred kilos of wood and a special type of wood called Oud, I think O-U-D, it's very, and agar wood. And it went on like, you know, I watched him, he's chanting my swaha, swaha, swaha. Oh, you know, oh, it lasts until 5.30. But the interesting thing now is the huge yagya place out of Astadatu, Seven, it's five days after they had it, the bottom is still too hot to transport. Mm. And I asked him why, he said, it was my sadhana. You won't have this in ordinary, I don't know, maybe it was a hundred kilos of wood. <laughs> but he said, my sadhana, it will. He's very nice, very, so, you know, that, that's, that's, someone told me, uh, a friend of mine many, many years ago, he said, you know, in Vrindavan, you don't have to watch television. You just walk out the door, <laughs> you know, and it's, and then very fortunate, Bhaktivedanta Goswami invites me every day for lunch. Uh, man, I'm just rapping with the group now. And he has this yoga teacher, a disciple of his, who's only like early 20s. He, practices yoga six hours a day and does six hours chanting too. So I go lunch at two, I go to him at one for an hour and he's putting me through a real... How was it? <laughs> great, great. But I mean, I have to, you know, I have to put out. I have to put my head on the floor. 
<laughs> you know, sitting up. It's not easy when you're 72 to go. He says, you got to do it. Different things. I'm working my way in. He's definitely stretching different parts of the body. But then Bhakti began Goswami because it's Ras Purnima. Because there's two Rasa dances. But there's one in, in, in Vrindavan near Seva Kunj, which is um, the Sharad, I think, Purnima. And uh, that's with all the various groups. And I think this is just with Radha's group at this time of the year. So Chandra Sarova is one of the most beautiful, well-kept places in brunch. Huge, like bigger than Kusum Sarova almost, I think, or as big, but just as beautiful. And they're going to have kirtan there. So I'm going to, I just feel when I get sangha, I have to transcend my regulation. So, because sadhu sangha is the most important thing. So I'll go out there. And, and when I'm requested by a sadhu, I, I don't refuse. So I'll go out there for an hour or something, but sit and chant. And, and uh, so um, you're all invited. Come out to my ashram sometime. Let's see, we should get, by the time I come back next time, we should have five rooms. So, and, and not only that, but there's, it's, it's the, right next door is this guest house where we had, if you saw the videos of the kirtans, we had it there. It's really nicely kept. And it's, but it's not a guest house. So it's not really full because it's only by personal request and who you know. Yeah. So we always can stay there too. And I think next Kartik, I'll, I'll personally rent one room. I spoke to a seat. So I'll have an extra room in case people want to come. Now, in today's thing, you know, it, it, it was Nityananda Triodasi, and we're following, you know, Nityananda. And it's sometimes hard to understand because. God moves by Leela. It's play. Like you can't like, you can't categorize what a child does if you leave a child alone. It's not rational. It, it's just Leela. It's just play. So in that sense, Nityananda is, is you know, it's, he has his moods and he was sitting on the throne and he's benedicting devotees and he's getting intoxicated in the kirtan. And then he's dressing up with jewels on every single finger. There's a whole description. I somehow passed that. But, you know, it, it, it just so many jewels. And, and here it says, in this way, he enjoyed his own ecstatic mood as he sported in the company of his associates. So... So it, it, it's always a question when you see that, if you look at it from a materialistic perspective, these things in our consciousness are all connected with personal desire, which is not purely spiritual. You know, maybe I'll read it. It's, it's kind of wild. Um, One second. He smeared his body with fragrant sandal paste, mixed with goat train. His head was decorated in varieties of silk cloth and varieties of flower garlands. 
Flower garlands of Malati, Malika, Yuchi, and Champak swung to and fro in his attractive dress. He was dressed in varieties of white, blue, and yellow silk, and this way he looked wonderfully attractive. I'm reading it opposite way because I'm going back. His lotus feet were adorned with silver ankle bells with an enchanting band of silver above them. His two ears were beautiful by golden earrings studded with pearls. For the pleasure of Maheshwara, he wore a gold and silver necklace set with rudraksha and cat's eye gems. His neck was many varieties of fine necklaces made of diamonds, pearls, and corals. You know, according to his own desire, he decorated his two wrists and arms. So it, it, it's Nityananda was hard to understand. You know, even, you know, he got married when he was a little older and to younger girls, two of them, you know. Um, it's just hard to understand sometimes from that platform. But, I, I, you know, when I try to think of it, it, it it's, it's a different category. In other words, when we enjoy, it's just for ourselves. When God enjoys, it's for everyone. Because... <laughs> The very definition of God is Advayam Gyan, consciousness, which everything is inclusive of. And it, it's mixed. It's almost if, and I read this someplace, that God's beauty is a manifestation of his heart. There's actually two types of beauty in the world. You even see it karmically. One is like Bollywood, Hollywood. And hopefully soon there'll be Kaliwood. Mm -hmm. there's one young lady Gala her family wants to start Kaliwood the film center of because it's so cheap and the government's behind it so she wants this so she's got an office and an assistant and she's investors from Los Angeles and they want to make the film capital of they even said someone from Afghanistan was making a film in Colombia because it was cheaper, so you can imagine. But there's a type of beauty that's karmically given to someone to enjoy and control the world. That's why, you know, you have karma, you've done things, and what, what is the benefit? The benefit is you get things we control and enjoy. But there's another type of beauty that you see sometimes where someone's very beautiful, but it's not licentious, it's pleasing. So God's beauty is really to, to please the world. It serves the world because God is, is Krishna. He's all attractive. He's all attractive, so it, it's to please the world. So it's a, it it's kind of has a very pure consciousness. And it, it, it's cognizant with, his, with, 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 with him. It's integral with, with God because he has that role. Any way that reality is, is going to be inconceivable. There's no reason why we can think it. We, it's even conceivable that there's a reality. Yesterday in class, I wanted to show people my favorite Christian apologist. At the end of it, when he gives his summary, his arguments, that's when it so powerful. But, um, you know, it's just inconceivable. I, 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 
I wrote about this once, that, that, that it's logical that that reality of God is inconceivable because the two choices we have no experience of. We have no experience of something which comes out of nothing. It's Reality has to be something comes out of nothing or it's eternally existing, ad infinitum, going back and back and it goes back and back and goes back and it doesn't end. We can't wrap our mind around that or it has to be, or there's nothing and then there's something, that doesn't make sense either, but one of them must be true. So whatever conception of reality you have is inconceivable. So why not Krishna? <laughs> why not Krishna? And, and, and it's not logical, you can't wrap your mind, it doesn't make sense, but it's rational, it's logical that the ultimate reality doesn't make sense. Because it, 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 by nature, it can't function by the laws of this world. So, for example, it's beyond time. But for us, time is, time is all-powerful. But it can't be above God. It's time. That means he has access to all time, past, present, and future. What? We can't understand it. So anyway, he, he somehow or other is manifesting this. And so here's the commentary. I, I love when I speak and then the, the next thing is exactly what I'm speaking. Since Nityanandaru decorated himself with various valuable ornaments and garments, foolish people saw that he was absorbed in the mood of opulence rather than the transcendental mood of grudge. Ordinary poor people who as a result of poverty considers them destitute, did not commit offenses at the lotus feet of Abhidut Nityananda, seeing him his opulent manifestation of decorating himself with various ornaments. Rather, since these ornaments were wont to attract the attention of people bewildered by opulence, they become astonished and found in them sweetness and topics related to the service of Krishna. Okay, next verse. Even the atheist who saw him offered him respects and considered offering everything to him. We want to serve. It's so natural. So when we see something that is beautiful, we want to serve. That's why. So even atheists, you know, let's say as an atheist, you know, anybody sees someone beautiful, they want to serve them. It doesn't matter what their view is or what their conception is, they're attracted. So it's just describing Nityananda putting on all these jewels and decorations and, and it's opulence. And it just attracts people. They just want to serve. Cinderella, uh, no. I think that happened to me when I when I first saw your 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 niece mm. when she came here. Yeah, she was so you know attractive, right? And you, you were talking about yeah, yeah, young girl. How old was she at the time? Not fourteen. No, before. Ah, wow, what's wrong though? Eight. 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 She was eight and she wanted to walk around Govardhan barefoot, barefoot and she wanted to hear Krishna Kata. You know, I said, yes, I saw, wow, it's like Krishna. 
it's attractive. You want to, you know, it, it, the body of Nityananda Sarup was most enchanting. He glanced mercifully on everyone. That's a nice concept. A glance. And, and it's just, it, it just proves the point that the, the, the body talks. Just some people know how to read it better than others. But, and I, I told this, there's a, there's a book called Blank by this social, 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 I guess sociologist, like Malcolm Gladwell, I like his books. I don't read many other books, but that's a good one because he has relevant points. And he described in this book, it was a whole, uh, some kind of point was being made that I was interested in for, for, for my service. But about these people, these scientists that studied the face and they, they found out 360 different muscles and what emotions they're connected to. And these people could read anybody's face and tell what they're up to. They practically can go into the most wanted posters in the post office. And in America, the FBI has 10 most wanted people and they put their pictures up. They can practically tell the crime the person committed by looking at their face. So smiled mercifully. So somehow the smile, his glance, just his eyes communicated his compassion to people. And, and that, that, you know, and, and when Krishna goes into the forest of Vrindavan and everybody offers their, be their best to Krishna, the deer, the baby does offer their cuteness through their mm. eyes to Krishna. So, Kibojana, Kisayana, Kiba, Paryatani, Sheneka, Na, Yaya, Yarta Sankirtana Vine, while he was eating, sleeping, or wandering about, he did not waste a moment without Sankirtan. So that's that's the symptom of advancement. Your advancement in Krishna consciousness is exactly commensurate or equal with your desire to hear about Krishna. So advanced devotee, he's always chanting, he's always hearing, he always wants to. And whenever he performed dancing and congregational glorification of Krishna, many people became overwhelmed with ecstatic love. So it communicates something, it's real. Kirtan of some with a pure heart. And I explained this many times, the vibration it's two things. The vibration carries a person's conviction and the person's conviction or love inspires Krishna to himself. So those two things, when the name is chanted, it's carrying someone's love, but it's also carrying Krishna manifesting nam, rup, lila, nam, rup, guna, lila. There's the sadhana, kram, there's you chant the name and the form it comes in your mind. Then the qualities than the Lila. So God's Lila, his form, it manifests, his personality manifests. So it's very, and what is that chanting by Lord Nityananda? 
Even the householders' children who did not know anything uprooted large trees. They roared loudly, uprooted trees, and ran around exclaiming, I am a coward boy. Each boy possessed such strength that even a hundred people were unable to control him. The children would joyfully roar like lions and call out all glories to Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Nityananda. In this way, Nityananda, the life and soul of all children. That's an interesting name. Emata Nityananda Balaka Jivana. People become, he, he overwhelmed those children with ecstatic love. I like that name, Balika Jivana. Isn't that interesting? It means the life and soul of all children. Mm. For one month, those children did not eat anything. People became struck with wonder on seeing this. All the devotees became overwhelmed with ecstatic love and Nityananda became the children's sole protector. The Lord would feed children with his own hand as if they were his own children. He would sometimes bind one of them and keep them nearby. Although he beat them and bound them, they would laugh loudly. So somehow, you see, I just read your face. You see what I'm saying? You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know, it's very obvious. It's like, it's so yeah. all right, what? <laughs> so I proved my point, right? It, it's, um, anyway, they accepted everything as his love for them. Yes, you can come in. It seems like sometimes you can do like this, it doesn't make any offense. It's like, oh. Right. One day, Nityananda went to the house of Gadadhar to bestow mercy on him. Gadadhar Mahasai was fully absorbed in the ecstatic mood in the love of the gopi. He held a pot of Ganges water on his head and continuously called out, who wants to buy milk? Pretty wild, huh? But people had these internal moods that were just so strong. And who is Gadadhar? Gadadhar is Radha. Yeah. There was a most enchanting deity of Sri Bal Gopal in his temple. When Nityananda saw that enchanting deity of Bal Gopal, he affectionately embraced the deity of his chest. When everyone saw Sri Bal Gopal on the chest of Ananta, they began to loudly chant the name of Hari. The great wrestler, Nityananda, roared loudly and began to dance in the mood of a cowherd. So it's not going to go according to what a rational, rational means by the mind and intelligence. In samadhi, there's no contact with the mind 
or the intelligence or the ego in samadhi. That's the nature of samadhi. <clears throat> That's why when I wrote that article about the gopis abandoning their children, they didn't even know what they were doing. I was approaching it from another angle, but that, that, that's the definition of samadhi. There's no cognizance besides the object of your affection. There's no cognizance at all besides that. So we're seeing this with Nityananda. And therefore, it's just like Lord Chaitanya. It's just like um, Narada Muni. Or when Narada Muni was looking for Uddhava, the topmost devotee, and he walked into Dwarka, and Dwarka had like a maze. But somehow or other, <laughs> without that, you know, in ecstatic love, somehow or other, God directed him. Yeah. Or Lord Chaitanya, when he was in South India, it said, Dick be Dick, this way or that way. He didn't know where he was going. But somehow or other, he's directed. Then Madhava Ghosh sang about Don Lila, and the lion-like Abhidut became greatly satisfied. The voice of the fortunate Madhava was so sweet that the crest jewel of Abhidut became absorbed in ecstasy. So now they're seeing all this happening in this great Kirtanir. You know, Bikanta, Lord Nityananda was expressing this mood of a cowboy ecstatically, and this Kirtanir was just so tuned in. You can see Tan Anurupena, that the Kirtan was appropriate. He must have known exactly, you know, exactly the melody and the Kirtan of Lord Chaitanya's mood. And Nityananda became very satisfied. Just like Lord Chaitanya, right? When he was in his bhav in the Gambira, he was looking for books and songs and things that would nourish that. So when this Madhava Ghosh came on, seeing that Lord Nityananda was in the Don Kali, that kind of pastime, the pastime of charging tax, or anyway, he began to sing that. He began to sing a song. For some reason, it must have been appropriate of, 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 of the tax pastime. And it was so sweet that Nityananda became absorbed in ecstasy. And that's the purpose of music. Music is to increase emotion. So music gets into deep parts of the psyche that invokes emotion. And whatever you're doing, whatever emotion you have, it'll enhance. So if it's put in kirtan, it will invoke the emotion. It will, it will enhance the emotion of bhakti. So you can imagine Lord Nityananda's in the mood, and then this Madhava goes, sings the right song at the right time, and the right melody, and so deep. And the happiness of his own ecstatic love, a rupa lila tana nija prema range, sukriti sigidadhar dasya karisange. In the happiness of his own ecstatic love, Nityananda enjoyed such pastimes with the fortunate Sri Gadadhar. 
And Gadara was who? Gadara is Radha. So what, what is the position? Was Had no external consciousness for he was absorbed in the mood of a gopi and always considered himself to be a gopi. When Lord Nityananda heard topics of the Don Kaili, Donic Lila, he danced in a way that is beyond description. Ecstatic, but graceful. Yeah, I had, I guess I still do, she's a little bit distant, but one disciple in France who's a professional choreographer. So she did some dance thing in Russia. So she sent me the, the video. And it was the it was about the gulag. What's that book by Alexander Solzhenitsyn? How do you say? <laughs> what? In English, it, it, it actually in English it says Gulag Arpakel something. So something. What? In Russian it's a little different, but so you know, so you could see how expert she was to be able to talk through dance. I could actually see for the first time because I mean, it was kind of a bit modern, but quite, and they could talk through dance. So, so Lord Chaitanya heard this Donakili Lila, he danced in a way that is beyond description. The, the tal and the, the rag and into his heart and the mood. And he displayed all the transformations of ecstatic love as he danced incomparably. As he danced, the movements of his bodily limbs appeared like lightning. How wonderful was the movement of his arms. How wonderful was the movement of his eyes. How beautiful was his smile and how wonderful was the way he swayed his head. How wonderful he jumped about keeping his two beautiful feet together. The men and women in whatever direction Nityananda cast his love-filled glance of all floated in the mellows of, of love of Krishna. So all these external things is not what's important. What's important is the inspired side, what they represent, how they make people feel. So Lord Nityananda is just filled with this love of Lord Chaitanya and and he's in the mood of a coward boy, and he's overwhelmed by the highest ecstatic love. And it affects people, but some people can't understand. Um, his glance was filled with such mercy that everyone forgot their own bodies in ecstasy. So this is what someone in love wants, acknowledgement of relationship, affectionate acknowledgement of relationship. And when, when it's with God, because it, it's, it's the highest form of love. It becomes completely overwhelming. By Nityananda's mercy, anyone and everyone relished the devotee devotion that the best of the gopis and sages desired. If a person as strong as an elephant does not eat for three days, 
he will not be able to walk and his body will be weak. Although each of these children did not eat for one month, they behaved like lions. So it is actually there's prana, life air, and highly evolved souls can live on that. Such was the potency that was manifest by Lord Nityananda, yet by the influence of Lord Chaitanya's illusory energy, no one can understand it. In this way, Nityananda stayed a few days in the house of Gadadhar, absorbed in the mellows of ecstatic love. Okay, I'm gonna kind of have to basically end here. Um, Jamunajaya, would you like to share what point you appreciated? Yes, good morning, Maharaj. Um, uh, thank you for class. I, I really loved actually the point of Nityananda and his relationship to children, um, being the life and soul of children. As you know, I spent a lot of time around children and I was just struck by Nityananda's name means, you know, eternally blissful. And so often I see children in, in very stressful situations, but there is something in them that is eternally joyful no matter what. And so I'm thinking, as I look at them all, well, perhaps there's a little Nityananda, you know, in you. So I was just, I was really struck with that since I see children so often. Jumunajaya, tell my audience what you do for a living. <laughs> okay. I am a, I'm a clown in hospitals for children. So I visit children in the hospital with a big orange nose and orange tutu and try to get them to smile a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Jumunajaya, you know, Jai Jagannath was just here to visit me. Yeah. And one of the highlights of all my retreats is when we went to the Gambira in front of the Radhakanta deities and the Kirtan was so ecstatic and Jai Jagannath and you began to dance. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, he, he's quite amazing. The way he spins like a top. It's like he's like Lord Chaitanya. You have your own moves. You have your own moves. <laughs> Thank you, Maris. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else like to share reflection or Gail, you have a question? <laughs> Never when you ask Maharaj, but thank uh -huh. you. <laughs> okay. Thank you for asking. Okay, I won't wish you become a Catholic. <laughs> okay. okay. No anybody chance that way. <laughs> anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Hi, how was it up at uh, Bhakti Bandav on the weekend? Ah, we had a great program, a decent turnout, and uh, just as always, just a nice, a nice day, and uh, in a beautiful scenic Ellenville. You know, who who came of, of my people? Uh, myself, Kishori Radha, uh, Lagovinda, Brajasundri Radha, um, Chandasinga. Gopi Kishore, Jaishi Radhe, Ram Sadowski, and our program organizer, Sri Rupa. Wow, okay. Uh, uh, nice. Rasik Mohan really appreciates when we come up. Oh, yeah, there's this, there's this ashram that my disciples go to about two hours from them, 60 acres. And it's just such a Vaishnav mood. 
You know, it's just the people they were just serving. There's no other trip in the air. It's just people serving. And they have a deity there of that painting of Radha and Krishna in the Kunj. You know, that famous painting that Jada, they have a deity of that. So they just, um, so they love to go up there. It's a beautiful place, but it's really the people. And that's also Vrindavan. Because, you know, I, I just saw, you know, after a while you get this transcendental vision, you know, and it, it's so different from when you first come, when you see and it's a little bit disorganized, maybe some garbage on the, but after a while, all you see is this ocean of devotees. Like today was Purnima. And there was like a sea of devotees of people and they're joyful and they're, you know, you know, it's just such a, so I, I, I that's really what a temple should be, right? The opulence of the temple should be the, the joy and devotion and service mood of the people in the temple. And uh, when other elements enter in, it becomes so unpleasant because it, you don't actually see the spiritual world. So that's what's so nicely. And then I wrote an article on culture after some study about it. And it says the most important thing of an organization is its culture. And its culture is not what you say it is. It's what people say. Mm. It's what people feel when they come. So I wrote for Sham Ashram, which I'll be going down there on the 23rd if anybody's free and want to have a, a beautiful retreat in a real pa paradise. I wanted our mission statement to be... Um, Welcome, cared for, expertly done in the service of Srila Prabhupada. That's what I wanted people to feel when they came in. You know, so can anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. So you're out of Give your mother joy. This is her daughter. <laughs> You see your mother? No, not yet. Oh, I see her now. <laughs> she can't leave. That's the problem. She was supposed to leave today and she canceled her car. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she just can't leave. Yeah, I wish I was there also. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, I, I'm going to make a Puriyatra and a Govardhan retreat next year and then put my disciples in anxiety which one they should go to <laughs> oh my god and uh because i feel confident that th this covid on yatra will people will want to come it, it, you know and the other one there's so many people down that direction what you can come to both there's no problem with that but they're going to be a little separated you know, there's not going to be one after another. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm going to actually probably even have the dates out before I leave India. I'm already going to settle on the dates. So. I hope I can come. The visa thing will change so that you don't get your 30 days. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you, Mark.
Anybody like to visit me? I have my ashram here. Okay, anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Gramaraj, it's Kadamba Mala. Hi, Bo. Okay, that's, is that my, that's not my room, that's your room, right? No, 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 I'm upstairs. Yeah, I'm upstairs. Okay, nice to see you. Good to see you too. Looking forward to you coming back. I'll be back for a few days. <laughs> I'm looking forward too to my, my, my big orthopedic bed that I got when I was a little bit ill. It's a great sleep. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hey, Christian Garage. Well, Govinda. Thank you for coming. Hello. Thank you. Okay. Good to see you. Nice up there, Bhakti Bandhav. Oh, it was a great day. Great day. What did you cook? I cooked um, a chickpea spinach sabji. Okay. 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 All right. Anybody else? It was good. I'm sure it was good. You're a good cook. Anybody else? Okay. Nice to hear you. Thank you for the class. I wish I could be there, Guru Maharaj. My heart is there with you. Why not come? Well, so many problems here. Okay, we'll talk sometime. I'll see if we Maybe can solve your problems. Next year, I hope so. Both. I want to remove all obstacles for you to come. <laughs> Thank you, Gurmada. Okay, Haribo. Good. Haribo. Anybody else? Okay, off to Chandra Sarovar, Vanchakalpatrubhishakapasandipavishapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap